Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Shipe Sports Talk Show. I am your host, as always, Matthew Shipe. Joined always by my co-host, producer, Paul. How's it going, Matt? Good. How are you doing, Paul? Oh, good. Actually, I want to uh, just put an announcement, too. So in, in addition to the YouTube video, uh, next week we're also going to start doing uh, streaming the audio only on a service called Mixler and on Spreaker. So you can check the website for when it uh, on how to get those streams. So it streams audio only. So All right. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds so we'll good. Start nice. putting that out there on right. our links. Yeah. Look at that. Look at our producers on top of things. Mm-hmm. The man. All right. So yeah, right keep going. Right you like there. that? <laughs> oh. You like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Took all me a second. Join in studio by always our co-hosts, all three, all four of them. Here goes the rest. Uh, David, the coach, Shipe. Hi. Right, thanks. Good Good to be here. Chris Cordova. Hey, how's it going, everybody? And Christian Rivera. What's going on, y'all? And uh, Paul, just let you know on the... Um, on the little feed right there, we have Coach under Chris and Chris under Coach. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. All right, let me switch that. But so Chris yeah. is the new coach now. <laughs> right. You're, you're I am Chris. the captain now. <laughs> yes. The right, captain. So, so on the show today, always we're going to start off with our Start'em Up daily, uh, weekly fantasy segment. We'll go over our quarterbacks, wide receivers, tight ends, running backs, your starters and sleepers. After that, we'll, we'll preview the Redskins versus the Saints this week. Could be a high-scoring matchup. We'll get into that. Afterwards, uh, Mr. Rivera will do his and one basketball segment, talk a little KD to the Wizards, and then we're going to finish off with um, something more, I guess, for me and Coach, talk about the Nationals' top offseason needs. Uh, I know Chris isn't much of Chris, we're going to get you in the baseball on this show, buddy. Hey, man, I finished second in the Shy Sports Talk uh, baseball fantasy. Did you just just go to, like, player pickup and just see who was doing the most (laughs) points? No, man, I did my research, okay? Well, we're going to get you in a full-fledged baseball. Hey, man, it's just numbers. That's all it is. (laughs) Oh, are you the Billy Bean now of uh, the fantasy world? <laughs> yep. <laughs> but can they get on base? Okay. All, All right. right. So let's get... That was a stink. Whatever. <laughs> let's get right into the daily fantasy. Or, I mean, excuse me, our weekly fantasy. Also, you can always check out our daily uh, fantasy pitch on the website. Um, I do one for draft teams, and Chris does one for FanDuel. We're both yep. active members on that, so you can oh, catch yeah. ours and catch his. Uh, how'd you do last week? I won a dollar. You won a dollar. Yep. Nice. I was put in $11 and... Got twelve dollars. I was in so. um, I was in the money. I was like, all right, cool. I Philip Rivers, Malcolm Floyd. Floyd gets hurt. Philip Rivers doesn't do anything. It's like you gotta be kidding me. Oh, I was literally six yards away from an extra two dollars. But oh wow, know, it is what it is. All right, so let's start off with quarterback this week. And my start of this week is you guys should all love this. Well, not you because you're not a fan of them. But uh, yeah. Kirk Cousins is my uh, start of the week. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm starting. I'm starting. I think that'd be a good time to cue his little thing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the reason being is they're playing the Saints. You saw what Marcus Mariota did last week. You saw what Eli did to him. You've seen what every quarterback has done against the Saints this week. Their secondary is horrible. Yeah. They get Deshaun going, all that stuff. I think Kurt's going to have a big game. And my sleeper of the week is going to be Blake Bortles of the Jacksonville Jaguars. What? What? I've already had that. You know what? You can even... Ask Christian. I told him earlier today that was going to be it. I, I really think we all had Blake Bortles. I yeah. mean, Somewhere. I mean, Baltimore's defense is just... You got to start him. You Possibly uh, second to uh, last worst secondary in the league, maybe. Real quick, before we get to your quarterbacks, uh, breaking news for baseball. The Atlanta Braves have traded all-star and two-time gold glove winning shortstop, Altrilla, I can't say his first name, Simmons, to the Angels for the package deal, including Eric uh, Albar. So he's going to the Angels. Simmons will be the Angels. The Angels will get a new... Gold Glove uh, shortstops, a little baseball. You're going to be seeing a lot of these probably baseball updates come yeah. and go in the next couple months. Free agency starting, trades are starting. So 
throughout the show for the next couple months, you're going to start seeing that climb in with breaking news. So we'll continue with the quarterbacks. Sorry about that little delay. Uh, Christian, let's go with your quarterbacks. So uh, actually, my starter is going to be your sleeper and Blake Bortles. Uh, you know, we know a lot about him, you know, like in the AFC South, you know, Tennessee Titans there. Uh, you know, 17 touchdowns, 10 picks. Uh, he's playing, you know, a borderline childish uh, secondary <laughs> over there. Childish. Yeah, oh, man. One of the worst uh, secondaries in the league in Baltimore. Uh, you know, where you know, where Hearns and Robinson's playing as good as as they are this year, I think they're gonna, you know, he's gonna have a great game. And uh sleeper is gonna be Teddy Bridgewater against the Is he playing is the oh, question. I, I, I think he's yeah. expected to play. He's, he's expected yeah. to play. Good. I got Steph on yeah, the I don't think he's been he's yeah. been cleared to practice. So, so you know, they're playing against the thirty second overall uh pass defense in Oakland. Uh, you know, I think he's gonna have a good game. I can see that. All right, coach. I can see that. Uh, I'm gonna my my starter this week at quarterback will be uh, Andy Dalton, the Cincinnati uh, versus Houston, and I'm going to go way out in left field for a sleeper, Flacco from Baltimore. Mm. All right, yeah, that is a kind of left out of left field, but it is a good matchup. I mean, the Jaguars' yes. defense isn't good either, right? So him and Bortles could get into a right. throw fest. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's mine. All right, so for me, you guys kind of picked a lot of my starters, so I'm going to have to go with Cam Newton as the must-start this week against the Titans. You do realize he's playing the number three passing defense. Yeah, but you saw, three. you saw what Drew Brees did with who, him. Who doesn't Drew Brees do that against? He's in the Hall of Famer. <laughs> it's saying. Drew Look, Brees. Cam Newton has had at least 18 fantasy points, but all but one game, I think, this season. So he's definitely going to put up Who's points that one against, game against the Titans. Huh? Who's that one game against? I can't remember. Oh, Jesus. I can't mm. remember. I, I have mm. to pull up the stats, mm. but I, I do know that I remember his average is basically just about 20 points. So, I mean, if you can get a starter at 20 points a game, I mean, that's that's a fantasy that. starter. That's a quarterback that. one that you, mm-hmm. that you want. Yep. Um, in terms of a sleeper, I'm going to actually go with, let's see, because he took Bortles. So I'm going to have to switch it up. I'm going to go kind of with someone that you probably would never start, mm. at least this week, and that's going to be Matthew Stafford. Mm. All right? Oh, okay. Here's the deal. All right. They're going to go down early. I mean, I think we can all agree with that. Aaron Rodgers is going to come back, and he's going to— Garbage time is what you're saying? Basically <laughs> garbage time. I mean, you ha- when you have someone like Calvin Johnson and you have— you know, you have weapons around him. He's got running backs that can catch the ball. He's got Golden Tate, who's a new- good number two receiver. Mm. Yeah. I mean— they're going to be throwing the ball like 50 times this game because they're going to have to. I can see that. They're going to have to. So I could see him putting up, you know, 300 yards and, you know, three touchdowns and also three turnovers. But, you know, hey, he still might get you some good numbers in garbage time. Camden's one game under 17 was against the Seahawks, who has a pretty good pass defense. That was a divisional game. How was that divisional game? They're in different divisions. Conference Conference game. My bad. I'm used to seeing them in the playoffs and stuff like that. All right, but that was against a really good, tough defense. You're saying our defense is not tough? No, it's soft. Okay. We're still let's, number let's three. Let's be real. We're let's still higher real. than okay. the Redskins. Let's be real. All right. Well, Titans defense is kind of soft. All right, well, let's go to the running bats this week, and I'm going to go with Darren McFadden as my must-start. The past two weeks, he's put up a really good amount of points. He seems like, you know, when he's, he has a good offensive line now, you know, everyone's like, oh, well, you know, he's been down where his career. Look what he was running behind in Oakland. He didn't have, you know, what they have here. And Dallas, which is a great offensive line. I mean, all they have Dallas is great for drafting offensive line. I mean, we've seen that over the past. Jerry Jones gets a lot of crap, but he sure does know how to draft offensive linemen. And my sleeper for the week is going to be um Mark Ingram. 
I mean, yeah. I think I think also Ingram could be a starter for mm-hmm. I think daily fantasy. If you're gonna do it, yeah, go he's Ingram. Be my must start. Uh, mm-hmm. Washington's run defense is it sucks. I mean, we, I mean, there's no simple way to put it. I mean, Blunt last week went Le-Garrett. for Ladarius Blunt went Blunt. for tons of yards. McFadden destroyed them. Chris Ivory destroyed them. I mean, it's just. The run defense, is, it's not there for the Redskins right now. And if you look at the type of runners that you just named, Blunt, Ivory, I mean, big who bruisers. are they? They're big bruisers, and, and that's what Ingram McFadden. is. Ingram. So I, I can okay. definitely see that. Cordova, yeah. um, let's go with your uh, running backs. Well, you definitely just took my starters, so um, let's see here. I'm going to have to go with DeMarco Murray. Um, I think we finally are getting to see him run like like we're used to seeing him. He's, we're not used to having him get you know, 50 yards in one game and that's it. You know, he's, he's the type of player that you need to feed him 20 times a game. And, uh, towards the end of the game is when he's going to pick up those chunk yards and get in the end zone. And, and we saw him do that against his former team towards the end of the game, I think, uh, this past week and against the Miami defense that is kind of soft in, in the run defense. Um, I could definitely see him having another game, um, uh, running back one game, uh, in terms of a sleeper, I'm going to have to go with, um, uh, Giovanni Bernard from the, the Bengals, uh, this week, I think he's got a pretty easy matchup against the, uh, the Houston Texans. Um, I mean, they're going to have to, they're going to get up early. They're going to run the ball. This could be a Jeremy Hill kind of game. Uh, but I still think that Gio Bernard is going to get his touches. Um, especially in PPR formats. I can definitely see him having a good game. A little hiccups there. Hmm. Hiccups there. No, <laughs> go ahead. coach. You're like, <laughs> No. Go ahead, Judge. Uh, well, my starter this week for me is going to be D'Angelo Williams, uh, Pittsburgh versus Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're really not 100% sure if uh, you know ben, Big Ben's going to start uh, in the game. Uh, you know They've said he's ahead of progress. Mm-hmm. He's taken his uh, foot brace off, and he was you know, without it. But still, uh, they're going to – I believe they want to rely on the running game a little bit more against Cleveland to – keep some of the pass pressure off of Roethlisberger if he does start. But I, I think they're going to need D'Angelo to take some heat off of, of uh, you know, Ben if, if they need that. So uh, D'Angelo Williams is going to be my starter. And you said one of your starters, but I was keeping this young man for, uh, you know, a surprise, and that's Darren McFadden. Yeah, I see that. But I definitely have to agree with D'Angelo Williams. I was going to use him, but I, I know that you were going to, so I didn't want to take yours. I mean, Why we not? saw... Matt takes a lot of stuff. Yeah, I know. He's not, he's not really considerate right now. But, right. Um, I mean, I you saw the first two weeks, D'Angelo Williams, we didn't know what to expect no. from him, uh-uh. you know, with Le'Veon Bell out. But we saw that he was able to be very efficient behind this line. And even now that we're going to see him for the rest of the year be the workhorse, I'm excited. I mean, yeah. if you were able to pick him up in, in waiver wire, you you definitely got to steal. Damn it, Chris. What? What? Williams? Yeah. Um, yeah. Ben Pagan. Oh. <laughs> uh. Go ahead. Well, my starter, uh, like we were, I think we were all hot on D'Angelo Williams this week. I you was, I was just one of my starters. Yeah. You have to. Uh, I'm going to talk early this week. Um, I think Good he's going to continue his hot streak. Yeah. I think he's honestly going to be uh, the top rusher this year. You know he's so he's showing no signs of slowing down, uh, and I like I like the way he's running. You know I like the way he's playing, and I think he's going to continue that this week. And uh, my sleeper is going to be Legarrette Blunt from uh, New England Patriots. Um, you know you know with Deion Lewis being out, I think he's going to get the bulk of the carries. Uh, it might be another you know you know 
with the New England Patriots having so many running backs, you never know. But, uh, you know, he had a game where he had four, uh, I think it was four rushing touchdowns in one game. Oh, yeah. Uh, earlier right. this season. Yeah. Uh, it's possible for him to have another one of those games with uh, one of the guys being out. So I think he'll have a good game. All right. Now on to our wide receivers. And I'm going with my must start. I'm going to say Deshaun Jackson. Um, I know last mm-hmm. week he had a little rustiness. You know, maybe even maybe even Pierre, maybe both of them combined. But like I said, you're playing against a horrible New Orleans secondary. So, I mean, they, they got to get going. Obviously, if Kirsch can be my must-start, then he's going to have to have someone to throw the ball to, which will be those wide receivers. So I'm hoping they can finally pull something together, get something out of there, you know, just find some way to get the ball down the field, which they're going to have to. And my sleeper this week, I'm going deep, deep down a hole. I'm going with Beckham Green of the Tennessee Titans. Last a great week, game we, last week. Last yeah. week was his breakout game, and yep. with Kendall Wright down... It seems like he that was his chance, really. Yeah, yeah. and he that showed he showed pretty good. Uh, is Kendall Wright playing this week? Do you know? I no, I think Kendall Wright may be out for for a couple of weeks because okay. he was a good knee injury. Um, I like Beckham. I mean, I think you know, obviously, you know, I've stayed on the show before. If he didn't have the you know the trouble pass and didn't have right. to sit out here, he probably would have been a top ten receiver. He probably would have been up in the Amari Cooper, you know, Kevin White range. So I think last week was a coming out game. He had a great game against them. Obviously, you know, if you said the Saints secondary, but. He has the tools. He has the size to be a great receiver in this Definitely. league. And it seems like Mariota and him, you know, right out of Mariota's injury, they have a little connection going on mm-hmm. there. So I'm going to go with a really, really deep sleeper in him. So, uh, Rivera, what about you? Uh, when I start, I'm going to go with uh, Allen Hearns. Uh, I think both Allens on the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars are having a great year this year with uh, Blake Bortles playing as good as he is. Uh, you know, Hearns, six touchdowns so far. I think he's going to, you know, have add another two this week. And I think he's going to have a great uh, game this week. And uh, for my sleeper, it's actually going to be your starter, Deshaun Jackson. Um, you know, I think he, you know, didn't really do too much last week. First game back, you know, maybe a little nervous, maybe not used to getting hit, a, you know, first game back in, what, seven weeks, eight weeks. So uh, I'm going to go with Deshaun Jackson on that one. Coach? Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna start uh, Antonio Brown, Pitt. I know he had a big game last week and all the records and stuff, but even if they get him half the yardage he got last week, it's still going to be uh, a, a good pick. Uh, I don't yeah. know if Cleveland has a secondary that can that can really shut him down or man up on him, or uh, he's going to find a way to get open. So, so I, you know, Antonio Brown, I like him. Uh, Pittsburgh mm-hmm. versus Cleveland uh, sleeper. I, I believe I got the, the I hope I got the name right. He was Allen Robinson for Jacksonville mm-hmm. ver- versus the uh, mm-hmm. Ravens. Uh, he has uh, some of the fantasy things I looked on. You know, a lot of people uh, seem to like him, and uh, I, I believe he could be a nice sleeper pick this week. Hundred percent. Both of the Allens. I think I read somewhere that the only other duo that has that had the same number of yards combined was, I think, was it Randy Moss and Wes Welker oh, back wow. in the day. Um, so they're on that kind of pace this oh, year. Yeah, they're playing I mean, great. They're playing great. They're football. balling out. Yes, sir. Um, so definitely, my must start them this week for wide receiver position. I'm gonna have to roll with uh, Alshon Jeffrey. Um, you do have to monitor his injury right now. He pulled his groin a little bit yesterday in practice, uh, so he didn't practice today. But uh, if he plays, if he is on the field, the past three games he's got well over a hundred yards. Uh, receiving and at least the past two games, he's got 10 receptions. I mean, in PPR formats, that's 20 points right there without right. a touchdown. And last week, I think he got tackled at like the five or six yard line at the one yard line. So, right. 
I mean, he was right there. Mm-hmm. And, and Jay, that's Jay Cutler's favorite, favorite target right now. Right. Uh, you know he's going to get at least 10 targets. Oh, yeah, and, for sure. and he's definitely someone who can do something with him. Um, in terms of a sleeper, I'm going to have to go with um, with Michael Crabtree this week. Um, yes, I, I know that, that Minnesota on paper has a pretty good defense um, in, in terms of their pass defense, but Amari Cooper's the guy. And, and Michael Crabtree, though, people tend to forget that he was the number one guy in San Francisco for a little bit of time. So he, he knows how to play wide receiver. And, and I know that um, with Amari Cooper getting a lot of attention, you know, that does leave Michael Crabtree sometimes one-on-one. And he has been doing work recently in the past few games with, you know, whenever he gets the ball. So I could definitely see him having another uh, sleeper type game. Yeah. Let's go to Good. tight ends. Uh, we're going to skip doing Gronk like always. Just because yeah, it's, we yeah. kind of have to. Yeah, it's not, it's not somebody else. It's not really fair. So my number one is going to be Jordan Reed this week. Yeah. I mean, you saw what Delaney Walker did against New Orleans. Like, yes, 68 of those were very lucky. Obviously, the little tip drill that, you know, they play in Tennessee. But I think Jordan Reed, you know, he's an excellent tight end, one of the better pass catching, I think, tight ends in the NFL when he's healthy. So I'm going to go Jordan Reed. And my sleeper of the week is going to be... I'm gonna go with Vernon Davis from the from Denver. Mm-hmm. I think oh, he's yes, finally he's yes. gonna start playing this mm-hmm. week. He's had a week, and you know Tom Brady. I was about to say Tom Brady, <laughs> Peyton Man, Peyton Manning. You know, yeah, he had Owen Daniels, but Owen Daniels isn't really you know I think a worthy start of a tight end anymore. He's down his career. Vernon Davis closely resembles what he had in Julius Thomas. So I'm gonna go with Vernon Davis as a sleeper this week if he can get going and start playing. Yeah, I mean now that they've got practice reps, I mean yeah, you, yeah, you just time, need that time. Yeah. You just need that time to create yeah. that that you know. You know, mm-hmm. go ahead. Whose turn is it? Rivera. All right. Okay. So for my starter, I'm going to go with Tyler Eifert. Uh, I believe that's how you pronounce his name. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's from correct. Cincinnati there. Uh, nine red zone touchdowns. I believe that's uh, number one in the NFL there. Uh, you know, that's 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 love right there, you know, from your tight end. If you can get that. You know, I think he had two touchdowns last week. Mm-hmm. Is what it was. He, he was a big point man for me last Thursday. Oh, night. oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to go with him. Uh, as a sleeper, I'm going to go with Kelsey from uh, Kansas City. Uh, I know he hasn't really done much lately, only three touchdowns this season. Uh, but he started off high in the season. I feel like he's he's about to have a good game this well, week. Well, he finally found the end zone last game. Yeah, yeah. So it's been a while. It's been a while, you know. Yeah. Coach. Oh, my turn. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, so you, uh, you know, you you took my starter was going to be Tyler Eifert, but I tell you what, I'm gonna I'm gonna slide down here. And go mm-hmm. with Greg Olson from Carolina. That's a good pick. Yeah, versus Tennessee. Uh, Definitely. Have Olson to. has become a big target for uh, Superman down there who's who's having a good season. And it's it's good that he has a, a comfort zone with uh, Mr. Olson that, you know, he, he can. Oh, and it shows. Whatever. It yes. shows. Yes. It shows that they've had years and years of history. Yeah. And that's what that's what good quarterbacks have. They have that comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, you know, Romo has it in Witten. It's going to be a shame when Tennessee shuts them down, but yeah. that's okay. But that's all right. I mean, yeah, you right. Know, and, and I would go with Witten, but, you know, if Romo was quarterback, and I would go with Witten, but since Tony hasn't been there, he, he's kind of been a forgotten person. Yeah. But uh, just uh, picking up out here, you know, a, a sleeper for a tight end, uh, not too many know, is Richard Rodgers for Green Bay. Oh, mm-hmm. had a good game. You know? He's he's coming along and they're playing against a horrible Detroit they team. They are right. playing against a really right. bad team. Horrible so. all around. Mm-hmm. All right, Chris, uh, my stardom for tight end is going to have to be Gary Barnage, um, the tight end from Cleveland. I mean, he's he's been killing it. He had an off game last week, 
Um, but I think that also kind of had to do with who his quarterback was. Um, mm-hmm. He doesn't have that that connection with Johnny Manziel that he has with with McCown. So Johnny's more with Travis Benjamin. Yeah. Um, obviously, we saw that when he had the Benjamin beast it out in the beginning of the season. Um, yeah, about those. Things. <laughs> anyways, I, I definitely feel like if McCown plays, which I think he's going to, um, you know, you, you're going to see Barnage put up either 100 yards or a touchdown. And that's really been um, his history. If you look at the games, he's either put up 100 yards or he's got a touchdown in right. like 50 yards. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he, you're definitely going to see something like that from him this week if McCown plays. Uh, in terms of a sleeper, I'm going to have to go with Bennett. Um, I know it's not September. So, you know, I, Bennett has that reputation that beginning of the season he's hot he's catching mm-hmm. the touchdowns and and then all of a sudden october f- comes and november comes and he just fades away but right. uh, we saw this past week on monday um you know he's still relevant um he had i think 60 or 80 yards and a touchdown uh, on monday night football so i, I mean especially if jeffrey for some reason cannot play this week his targets target. are going to go oh, up definitely. so yeah. definitely i right, well, have a quick 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 question. One of the requests from someone from work asked if they should start Doug Martin or James Starks. What do you all think? No, don't answer that. <laughs> That's a, don't answer uh, that. Matt and I are playing against each other, and those are his quarter. Or those are his running backs. <laughs> somebody, no, it's for a co-worker. It's not for a co-worker. <laughs> I have a, a friend who wants to know. It's up to you and I. To, 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 what do you to think? Do you think James starts or Doug Martin? I think I'll you should with, drop them both. With, <laughs> honestly, I'll go with Doug Martin. I, 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 I'll go with that, too. I like Doug Martin. Mm. Okay, well... All right. I think you should drop them both. So you can pick them up? And play Bishop Sankey, Uh-oh. since you love the Titans so much. <laughs> Do it. No, Bishop, you don't want to hear something funny about it. You know how he's had his fumble issues? Yeah. I played with Tennessee on Madden the other day. First play with Sankey, fumbled. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> like, Madden's realistic. Gotta love Apparently, there was like a little... Updated, updated uh, player There's stats, a little right? meme mm-hmm. going around where yeah. all these people were using RG3, and he was getting hurt in like the first quarter and everything. Yeah. Oh, I, I think we're going to take a quick... Did you Did you get it up and ready? What the the break or? Uh yeah, I mean, let's go ahead. We can do that. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. I think. Paul, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go for we're gonna take a quick break. And we'll be right back momentarily with the Redskins versus Saints preview. Yes, sir. And, and welcome, welcome back, back everyone. everyone. Ooh. Echo. What echo? I don't <laughs> know what you're talking about. <laughs> welcome back, everyone. So we're gonna start our Redskins preview segment of the show. We're gonna get into a little bit of Skins versus Saints and. I think we all can pretty much agree this is going to be a shootout. Uh, oh, they're playing definitely. at Landover. Um, so, I mean, the home game for the Skins. You know, they're yeah. back home after getting, you know, after going up to Foxborough and having not too good of a week where their receivers were dropping everything. Could have been worse. Could have been worse. I, I thought it was going to yeah, be much worse. Yeah, yeah. Could, have been, could have been worse. So, worse. I think this is the week where your receivers better be catching balls because if you can't get at least on the board within the first quarter, uh, the Saints will probably be up 21 nothing before you can blink. I mean, we saw the Tennessee game. Mm-hmm. And even the Giants game, I mean, that game got out of hand really quick. Yeah. If it wasn't for Eli, Beckham, and all of them, I mean, that game would have been over before it even began. Right, correct. So it's going to be a shootout. You know, Breland, all of them have to come to play. I think, is Hall back yet? Or is he still? I don't I don't not, know. Not sure. Uh, so then that means Breland and Culver better step it up. You know, the run defense got to be there. And um, they had a funny statistic I heard this morning about the worst players on defense in terms of, you know, the plays you make. mm and Perry Riley and Keenan Robinson both made that list to where I think they both were averaging like 12 missed tackles. 
wow. for the year. Wow. They have a total of 12 missed tackles. And also, um, so that's probably why their uh, defense is so bad. Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's the inside core of the defense, yep. isn't it? Yeah. Uh, they're, if they're, they're not doing, making tackles, you're definitely in trouble. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and the thing is, like you did against Brady, they got to put pressure on Breeze because if you let Breeze have all the time in the world, he's going to eventually find someone open. He's that kind of guy. Yeah. So it's going to be a big shootout. I really think the offense has to come and play this week. Um, they looked, you know, maybe if you catch a few balls here and there, maybe the, the game's a little bit different. That's, you know, last week in Patriots, you know, maybe maybe instead of 10, maybe you have 17, maybe 21. So it's going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be, um, I think the Saints are going to be good enough to maybe put up 35. So Kirk Cousins is going to be on top of his game. If he's not, uh, it's going to get out of hand pretty. This could just, Put it this way, if the receivers played like they did last week, what we thought the Patriots score was going to be is what it's going to be what the score is going to be this week, pretty mm-hmm. much. Yes, that's what, um, they, they, what you, they, they've got to catch the ball. So, mm-hmm. open mic, what do you all think about the game this week? Yeah, I think, uh, I think like you said, it's going to be a shootout, definitely. Uh, I think uh, the Russians can keep up for the most part. Uh, you know, Kirk Cousins is playing pretty good football, I think, in my opinion. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely going to be a shootout. If they can keep up with uh, the Saints, I think they have a chance. Yeah, uh, I I know a lot of um, other shows have 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 picked up. They they think Kirk Cousins is playing uh, good, you know, better than what he has been. He's starting to pick up the pace a little bit, but you know, it it gets it gets back, and it always gets back to the Redskins. Even though we're hollering it, or people are saying it's going to be a shootout, if if the Redskins don't get the running game going, no, that's true, and and keep Breeze off the field. Okay, that's that's the big thing right there. If you can keep Drew off the field, you know, take a five, six, seven minute drive, score, put something on besides three. Now, you know, Drew's comes back out, and I know, you know, in about a minute and a half, they'll probably score. Right. But that cut, still cuts some time down. You oh, just have is. to be able well, to keep him off. Here's your problem. When's the last time they had even a running? That's a, true. A total, total running over 100 yards. I mean, that's, that's true. Week two against the Saints. I mean, the Saints. The Rams maybe was the last time they had a. Well, yard game a lot of the rushing? time it's game flow too. I mean, you can't really run the run the ball when you're down fourteen nothing yeah. or twenty. Yeah, but they can't even run the ball when even to even establish the running. They haven't established anything in the past, like literally since week two. Well, and I think that comes from switching the running back. They'll keep mm-hmm. keep a running back in there, and twenty seventh right hot hot keep him in there. Yeah, no nope. switching for this crap. I mean, both of them can can catch the ball out of the backfield. Uh, they they worked on it all off season and everything, mm-hmm. and they and they they say that they've improved on it. So it's it's not switch or whatever, but you know you just have to keep keep your hot hand in there. And I know last week it was what Mr. Jones that was a uh, yeah the hot hand, but I mean you I don't think they've given. Uh, well, here's the problem: you you talk about these running backs by committee. All these committees they have a surefire right. number one back. Right, Reskins don't know who the number one back is, and here's mm-hmm. the problem: Jones and Morris play the same. They both can bruise you down and right. run you over. These committees, they, they all have different change of pace back. Yeah, yeah that's, that's Chris true. Thomas, but he's usually should be a number two guy like you know right. with the Patriots. Lewis and uh, Blunt, two different. And then they have their backups who are, you know, their own type of person like we, you know, we talked about. And then you go with, you know, let's go with, you know, the Eagles. You have DeMarco and then your change of pace pack. It was going to be, you know, Matthews is the guy who can bruise as well. Yeah. And then you have Sproles who can catch so the backfield. So that's mm. the problem. The rest can change of pace. It's the same as the first guy, right? Right, and they need to st- they need to establish a number one back. You know, if you're gonna go with Morris, go with them because if you keep switching them in and out every week, they're don't, they're not gonna be. There's no rhythm involved. And and here's yeah. the thing, also, like you gotta remember, you know, if you're if you're a running back, you're you're getting hit all the time. 
if you get taken out the game and you don't see the field in another 30, 40 minutes, it's like you're starting that all over again. So well, how many times did DeMarco have a horrible game? Did they ever go away from him? No, they kept mm-hmm. him going back kept- out there, kept him out there, and what, what eventually happened? Eventually got going. You know, same thing for McCoy. The first two weeks with the Bills was horrible, and they could have been like, oh, screw you, let's go with Williams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, they stayed with McCoy, so that's the problem. The only team that's not doing staying with their number one is Eddie Lacy with the Packers, but I don't know what's wrong with him. I think that could be a whole different issue. That yeah. could be injuries. Yeah, that could, could be weight. Be, yeah, could still be, be injured. But and I mean, not but I mean, yeah. besides that example, you've seen everyone else has stuck with their number one even through right. how bad right. he's performed because eventually he's going to get going. I mean, like, look, Demarco is playing like you know McFadden right now. You know, he was the number one coming out of camp. They're like, eh. and then finally when they gave him his shot back, look what he's doing. He's running away with everything. Same thing for Doug Martin. So I mean that's the problem with the Redskins is as soon as Morris has a bad you know a fumble here or or he gets, gets less yards or, or he gets stuffed for a six yard yeah. loss which isn't his fault it's like okay he can't run put in Matt Jones so that's their problem is Morris probably doesn't have any confidence that he's going to stay out there right I think what they think with Matt with Matt Jones and 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 you've seen it he hits he hits it quicker yeah uh, but I watched a, a couple things last week and Matt Jones does not have he'll get it. Is that cutback, that change of directions? Mm. You know, Alfred's been there a while. He knows, he knows. You know, hopefully the blocking scheme where that cutback is. I mean, I watched. Uh, I guess there was a play against New England where you know Matt's taking it. They're running right, and and I'm look and I look and I go, wait a minute! All he had to do was cut back left, and there's tight end back there blocking, but he shoved it right up into the right side. You know. It, it's you know that that's gonna come with time, but your guy Alfred, I mean, he he knows where his, his cutback lanes are. Right. Yeah, he's been there. He knows the system. Right. So I, I think the guy up there in the Thursday night forgot what sport they're playing. Him. <laughs> I hate when people do that. Uh, they wear any uh, kind of sports. Uh, I mean, uh, hey, hey, buddy, uh, the Rangers play. Look, uh, hockey. at least he got the right city. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? It's not That's even the true. right city. No, nah, it's the Jets. The, the New Rangers. York. <laughs> well, technically they play <laughs> in New Jersey. Just, Look, yeah. <laughs> technically they play in New Jersey. At least it's the right city, though. You know what the best part I about mean, that is? Is that everyone in New York was like, oh, the Super Bowl's going to give us all this money. I hope they realize that the stadium's in New Jersey. New Jersey got most of that money. Mm. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> New yeah. Jersey got Met most Life. of the money for that. Yeah, MetLife is in New Jersey. <laughs> but, uh, well, they get all the money for the people staying in the hotels in New true. York and stuff like that and the restaurants and bars. Well, if I was a, Let, smart, if I was a smart person, I'd say the cheaper hotel in New Jersey. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, let, let me ask. We're getting off so. topic. Yeah, yeah. Let me let off. me ask a question it's to bring all right. bring it kind of back a little bit. Yeah, we we were on the car right here. We were listening to Chad Dukes, right? And one thing he said really made me think. And and also also, also while we were watching the game, the Patriots versus the Redskins, um, I saw a comment a commentator or someone mentioned an analyst or something that their offenses, the the Redskins and the Patriots is not too far off in terms of. Yeah, really, yeah. the the Patriots threw one deep ball that whole game. Well, it's not. If you look at it, who does the Patriots' offense center around? Gronk, exactly. Who has the Skins' offense been centering around the past couple of weeks? Reed. Jordan Reed. Jordan no, but Reed. but what I'm saying is, I guess the way that I was thinking is that we got a we brought in Deshaun Jackson to take the top off the defenses, but essentially he hasn't been able to do that. That's fine. But a lot of the passes that we were doing were. Very similar to, to what the Patriots were doing, yeah, you know, Walker used to a do. quick five five yard slant, maybe a five well, yard Crow- out. That's who Crowder can remind you of. Well, that's what I'm saying, and is, that's what Santana Moss was doing when he was getting a thousand yards yeah. a year. Mm. So my question is, what's the difference? I mean, obviously quarterback. I mean, Tom Brady is Tom Brady. Coach. You know, he he can yeah. hit he coach. can hit all those he coach. can hit all those players. That might be a coach. Team. The coach. Yeah. Well, 
someone has uh, three, four rings, whatever he has on his finger. Now, if all those are legit, you don't know, but someone has rings and someone doesn't. And also, someone has probably a great offensive line, knows how to draft, a good running back you know, system there. That's the difference. And they are also, they make people do the system and they get players that want to win. And here's oh, yeah. the thing. Look, I mean, they bring in Rivas, who was a, you know, a troubled child, you know, in certain places, turn him around. You bring in Randy Moss, troubled child before he got there. And then look at him. He has, you know, all those records. You well, put they in, make you, they make you fit the system. You put yeah, Randy you Moss with the, the system. Re- yeah. They're, they're not after the number one, you know, yeah. free agent. Yeah. But you person. put Randy they're Moss with the Redskins. the best person to he's, fit their He's system. probably still a hothead. Yeah. I mean, Belichick doesn't put up a crap. No. Unlike the Redskins, Dan Snyder. Oh, you're good. Here's a hundred million dollars. Come here, Albert Hainsworth. Well, that's a whole oh, different story. <laughs> but that's, that's the big difference is, is the environment you're in. Also, the winning environment. If yeah. you go to the Patriots, you're like, all right, this coach wins. I'm going to do what he says. You go to the Redskins, well, when's the last time they won the Super Bowl? I mean, let mm-hmm. them do. I mean, we've been and, in the bottom. And, of the, and the difference so is, obviously, oh, turnover is obvious. Um, there's another thing, you know. Brady's Tom Brady has one? two picks the whole season. Mm-hmm. I think he threw one last. No, week. No, I think yeah. he threw two last week, didn't he? No, no, no. He uh, well, just one. Just one. That was his second pick. Should have been season. a third one, I think, from what someone said. I think when I listened to it. So he has, yeah. So the rest is, I was he has half his interceptions. Good for them. <laughs> but I mean, I it's just That's it's just the, it's just a winning a winning area. Oh, Boston's a big winning area. I mean, you got the Red Bruins, Sox. Red Sox, Celtics, Washington. I mean, when's the last time there was the last championship here? Okay, DC United will be. You don't really count them as a major sport, oh, I come guess. Come on, why not? Wait a minute, you because calls on that. I'm not, but I'm saying in terms of what they call big money markets for that's American true. sports. No, that's true. That's, that's true. what I meant. They're not one of the big four. I'm sorry. No, I'm just. I didn't mean. I wasn't disrespecting. But they're not. But in terms of like hockey, NBA, you know, no, right, baseball. Right. When's Absolutely. the last? Our last one was when the Redskins won. I mean, we haven't got to experience anything. I mean, mm-hmm. like I. It's been a long. Time. I thought we were gonna get a parade this year for baseball. That's what I thought back in the March. For guys, Paul remembered. I was yelling. I was like, "We're getting a parade! Yeah, <laughs> We're gonna that. get a parade!" I remember yeah. that. Event. And then that just right. went away after the Mets decided they wanted to start playing baseball. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, in terms of a sports town, I mean, how how disappointed can it be being a Washington fan? I mean, you get all these it high sucks. expectations. Mm-hmm. The Redskins every year will break your heart. I mean, we thought RG three was God. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he was at some point. I mean, you, you, I'm you sure couldn't, he couldn't go anywhere without hearing RG three. Oh, I'm G3. sure Paul can remember this. You know, the junkies calling him our Jesus and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the one guy said he's going to be like Gandhi, for God's sake. <laughs> wow. But I mean, it's just it's just a winning culture. And yeah, we're going to wait from the game itself. But it's still part of the Redskins is that they just they don't know how to win. It seems like That's they true. forgot. They, they, they're OK they, with losing almost. I mean, they're yeah, they're OK with being a mediocre team, which you can't have that. They need a Jay in Gruden, this case. I mean, we do know what the problem is. I mean, it all starts at the top. At least for the Redskins, mm. Dan Snyder's got to go. Oh, definitely. I, I mean, I really don't think we're going to. I think do that's when you're going to see a, well, a think, difference yeah. in the in the Redskins organization. Well, that, well, that, that may never happen. We yeah, never but we have the GM now. That GM give has him the some balls. Time. Yep, right. he's got right. another draft coming up. I, you know, he did a pretty good draft this year. Now he just has to find some pieces out there to uh, bring in, draft, get them in. That safeties. Pro- yeah, well. They need, that, to, that they need, to, find, be, they need yeah. to find someone that reminds them of Sean Taylor. Their right. defense has sucked since him. Their secondary mm-hmm. has been horrible. D'Angelo Hall, I honestly didn't think should have been brought back. I mean, you had two Achilles. He should have been brought, but he probably should have been released or something. I mean, he's old. He's up. I mean, he's not up there in age, age, but in terms of, I mean, two Achilles in one year, there's only so much you can do. It's one of those things where well, the body thinks it's sorry, it's, the mind thinks he's there, but the body is not there. Culliver has been a bust. 
so far this year, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got Breland, you have a good spot there. Amerson, they thought was going to be a savior, but I mean, not a savior, but the next guy, but he bust. He's now with, I think, uh, he's with Oakland now. Yes. And also, I saw Picardi Rambo got picked up by someone. He made really? a pretty good uh, defensive stop, I think, last week. I can't remember who picked him up, but he's somewhere as well. But it's just, they haven't hit on the right guys. You know, RG3 was a hit, was a hit for one year and then just swung and missed. Mm-hmm. It took a first pitch home run, and then the other innings, they were striking out. Matt Jones he could be fine. Preston Smith seems like, you know, give him a year or two. He'll be a hit. Brandon Sheriff, Morgan Moses. I mean, those two were projects. Now look at him. I mean, the, the right side of that line is right. no. fine. But here's a problem. Everyone's like, you know, everything starts with Trent Williams. Williams is getting old. His he time is, is starting uh, to yeah. run out. I don't, I don't know. He's getting hurt a lot. His time is starting to run out. So what cool is you got to start bringing these people in. Yeah. Now, let me, let me ask you this. How do you feel about uh, Alfred Morris uh, next year? I don't think he'll be back. You don't think so? I really don't think he's gonna be back. I don't think they're gonna they're gonna bring him back. If he does, he's he's not gonna get the money that he probably would have had two right. years ago. Yeah, Here's the gonna, thing, though. I think he'll get that somewhere else. Though. He'll price, definitely. But he'll be with somebody else. He'll get that money somewhere else, though, for yeah. sure. Here's There's the thing, though. He's not really about money. Uh, you guys, I mean, well, he still I, I drives. saw him at Hooters when he had that. What was it? A Civic or whatever? He still it? drives the really? first car that he's had. Yeah, he I does. mean, but is he on his rookie contract still? Yeah, he probably couldn't get one. But I'm just saying. I mean, maybe I, he's just a smart man and waiting for that big contract for well, him. Well, maybe. You know, I, get, I get hope the, he comes back. Well, I think there's road. somebody like that's looking for a, a nice running back out there and that's maybe struggling this year. And if Tennessee? Alfred doesn't get, I'll take him. Some, you know, I would love to. The thing is, if if you're gonna be like the running backs are going now with the Redskins, I mean, do you want to be sharing a spot? Are you? Are, would you be happy sharing a spot? Or if somebody comes up and says, you know, this is we need a running back, and this is what we can offer you. Well, here's the thing: you there's going to be a lot of good bats. If they don't sign, you're going to have Matt Forte going to be on the market, Chris Ivory's going to be on the market, Alfred Morris, C.J. Anderson. There's going to be a lot be of some good backs. Out if there. they don't re-sign, obviously, right. Mm-hmm. right. They got to reset, really. <laughs> I was checking to see if there's any comments. I was like, yeah. oh, well, no comments. Well, they right got, they're going to have to, I mean, there's going to be a good amount of running bats on the board. But I think also with the Redskins, thing is, yeah, you got Deshaun, you got the Speedster, you got Pierre. I think they need a physical receiver. They need like a Dez. They need like a Julio that if Kurt or whoever's quarterback's in trouble, you just look at Kurt now, he really can't just throw it up. He doesn't have anyone. He needs someone to wear Romo when he's in trouble. Throw it I'll heave it. And I can he can trust Dez to go up between three defenders. Yes. I mean, yeah. um, Ben can trust Antonio Brown was smart enough to where he can get downfield to get the ball. Julio Jones, Calvin Johnson, you can throw those guys between three defenders, and they're going to come down with the ball. You see, but Antonio Brown isn't in that category. I just said he's the kind no. of guy who will who He'll get open. He's smart enough to where he knows that Ben's running. I need to just start running right. down the that, field. That's the thing with that's Antonio. A, that's another difference. Deshaun he, doesn't that, do that. I think that can be taught, though. Yeah, but does Sean, mean, how long does Sean? How, how many times for? do they do scramble drills? You know what I mean. Yeah, well, how many times have you seen the quarterbacks of the Redskins try to get out and scramble? And I'm still <laughs> looking for a receiver. You yeah. see the receivers stop in the Redskins. They just they just look see him run. They're like Deshaun. Deshaun's the guy who I hate for some reason because he quits as soon as you, you as soon as you saw Kurt scramble. Deshaun will just stop what he's doing. He hasn't put any effort in to do anything else. And that's why I really think that the Redskins can do without Deshaun Jackson this year. I really don't think they need him. Well, let's see. I mean, honestly, we'll see what he does. If he doesn't I, do anything, I hope these he last, picks up this. this if second he doesn't half of pick season. up anything these last couple of weeks, you really don't need him there. Well, if this is this is the game that he needs to do well in because this defense sucks that they're playing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I hate to put it that way, but well, th- this I mean, defense cost me like four hundred bucks. So 
Mm. Survivor oh, yeah. Did League. you hear about that? What's he that? does a Survivor yeah. League. Yeah, picks, I did a Survivor League. And he picked the Saints over I the Titans. I picked the Saints over the Titans. <laughs> I love that you lost It that. was a great pick, but uh, and it wasn't obviously it didn't work out. <laughs> it wasn't you a great pick. You should have went with <laughs> you your gut. Learned. You should have did with the Patriots. You yeah, I should have stuck with my gut. All right, we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna move from football now. To, actually, real quick, we're gonna do our pitch for the week. Yeah, you so you that out. Oh yeah. So first go. off, Washington, New Orleans. I'm gonna take New Orleans. Uh, Paul. Uh, what's the record right now? New Orleans. What are they? Four, four three, and three and five, three and something. So they're losing record. Yeah. Okay, then I'll go with Washington. Uh, coach. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna go with Washington. They they have to get a win. To stay competitive in the East, so it's Washington, Chris. Yeah, this is gonna be tough. Um, I'm gonna have to go with Washington at home. I think they're gonna come out fired up. You know what I mean? After the loss that they received yeah. last weekend, they're gonna. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see, Christian. Yeah. You know, I'm actually gonna. I think that's gonna be the upset of the week. I think Washington is. Uh, they're gonna come out with this. I'm going New Orleans, so whatever. <laughs> uh, Arizona versus Seattle. I'm oh, gonna go man. with Arizona. Paul. Uh, oh man. By the way, Paul, you're on a roll the last two weeks. By the way, <laughs> yeah, you're on the roll. Hmm. Oh yeah. How about I'll go with Arizona as well, Coach. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm gonna go with Seattle. Chris, this is another tough one because they're both coming off yeah, a bye. Some good games this week. Um, I just think Seattle's starting to pick the pace up a little bit. I think so too, but it's man, this is a tough one. I'm gonna have to go with my quarterback, Carson Palmer. Christian, I'm gonna go Arizona. I like uh, I like the way Chris Johnson's playing this year. Uh, Palmer's also having a good year. Yep. I think I think the I think their quarterback and their running back is having a better year than obviously you know Seattle. So I'm gonna go with that. But uh, they're at Seattle too. I mean, that's another thing to think well, about. Um, we'll see. Twelfth man. All right, next game, New England versus the Giants. The reason I picked this game is, is the last time New England, just they just can't beat the Giants for some reason. I don't know what it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I really don't know. So I'm still going to go with New England. I think they're going to leave this game undefeated. So, Paul? Uh, same. Coach? New England. Chris? Yeah, same. New England. Christian? Yeah, they're going to they're gonna win this game. New England. But don't be surprised if we all miss this one out. Nah, yeah. I don't think well, so. I just I just think that uh, Brady's... St- Still on a hot uh, uh, thing there. He he's oh, gonna yeah. he's gonna remember that New York is where he had to go to for his uh, Deflate Gate thing, and he got <laughs> tired of going there. So I think he's gonna get a little, little bit of vengeance on them. Yeah, a little payback. Uh, next game will be Miami versus Philly. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with uh, I might like the Dolphins this one. I'm gonna go with Miami. Paul. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll do Miami. Coach. Philly. Chris Philly Christian I'm gonna go with Philly on this one uh, last one will be Tampa Bay versus Dallas uh, you know you got Winston who's doing starting to come on a little mm-hmm. pretty strong versus Dallas who is still Romulus for one more week I'm gonna go with Dallas just because of the running back I think they're gonna control the clock Paul uh, I'll go with Tampa coach uh, I I think Dallas they they gotta get a win they have to get a win Co- Chris yeah, there's six six straight wins, I think. Six, six straight losses, actually, I think, right? Yep. Or is it seven? Six. six. Well, it's going to be seven. It's going to be seven. So you're going with Tampa? Yes. 
Christian? Good, good man. <laughs> I, you know, go off of what Coach said. I think Dallas needs to win this game uh, in order for yeah. when when Tony Romo comes back for them to have a chance. <laughs> if they don't win this game, Tony might not have to come back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just rest his shoulder the rest of the year. <laughs> yep. All right, so now we're going to switch over to basketball. Chris, we're going to do a quick little uh, and one segment, then we're going to finish the show with some baseball talk. So, uh, Christian, so I'm going to turn it over to our... NBA analyst Christian Rivera yes, for his right. and one segment. Christian, take it away, buddy. All right. So as you guys may know, as we said last week, uh, you know, Kevin Durant is look, he's gonna be a free agent next year. And one of the things that I heard all over the radio, all over ESPN, is that he's coming to play DC on Tuesday, this past Tuesday night. And uh, you know, they interviewed Bradley Beal, uh, the starting shooting guard from the Wizards, and you know, he has some some words to say about that. He says he doesn't like the way uh you know, the, the Wizards fans are cheering for KD when he's playing against them. He thinks it's disrespectful. And I agree. To be honest with you, I agree. Because, you know, it's one of those things where you're putting too much on somebody who you haven't even got yet. You know, it's like when you're talking to a girl, you know, you're already thinking things you're going to do with her when really you haven't done anything with her. You know what I mean? It's the you, same. you still got to get her number. Exactly. You still, exactly. You still got to get her number. So we still have to get KD over here before we can start cheering for him. Yeah. That being said... The Wizards are playing horrible in the past three games, including the debacle on Tuesday night against the uh, you know OKC. Um, Kevin Durant, I think, didn't even play the second half because you know they were up by so much. Uh, one of the things that that's really you know messing them up in the past three games is their defense. Um, one of the things that you know had them successful last year in the first round and even you know somewhat in the second round was their defense. That's what got them to, you know, playing such a, a, a high level of basketball there. Uh, this past, these past three losses that they've taken, they're allowing uh, 119 points a game, mm -hmm. which is ridiculous. You're not going <laughs> to win at all. I don't care who you're playing if you're allowing 119 points. Um, you know, they're, 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 um, they're average. They're, they're playing good on offense. They're playing good on offense. John Wall is still doing his thing. Bradley Bill, he still he was injured. I think he didn't. Yeah, he didn't play on Tuesday night. He got injured Saturday night against Atlanta there. Um, but still, there's no excuse for letting up almost 120 points a game. You know, you're you're gonna lose every game where you let up. You know, because if you if you think about it, if you're scoring 100 points a game in basketball, chances are you're gonna be in every game. But the last three losses to Boston in the in the at the end of the first half, they let up almost 70 points. Same thing against uh, you know OKC this week, so you can't do that, you know. And and if I watched the uh, the post game interview where they interviewed uh, Coach Whitman, and he was just pissed off, man. He tries mad. He was he was, and you could just tell a look on his face. You know, he called all his players soft. Yeah, he did. He called them all soft. He said they were playing no defense whatsoever. People were just going by them at will, and it's one of those things where you know. Sometimes you need a gut check, you know, by a coach. You know, you mm -hmm. need you need that. And I'm I'm really hoping that this early in the season, I'm glad this happened this early in the season and not, you know, Late. midway through the season, which was what happened last year where we went on a horrible losing streak in the middle of the season. Um, but yeah, I definitely I like I like the coach, you know, even though it might be one of those things where it's better to keep, you know, in-house, you know, maybe say that after the game with cameras are away. But I like I like what he said. And and even, you know, a lot of the players are behind him. You know, Gortai, he said that after the game, you know, we played soft. And and I think they all agree with that. And uh, you know, they have they have a couple of days to get ready for the next game, Orlando yeah. on Saturday. And, you know, Whitman went as far as saying that, you know, players are getting one rebound twenty seven minutes in the game. 
he went as far as saying, if you put me in the game for 27 <laughs> no, minutes, right. Right. I promise you, I will get at least one rebound. He guaranteed that. And you know, I think any one of us here can get one rebound in 27 minutes. So I don't know. You know we're we're kind of short. Well, we are short. <laughs> yeah, we're right. kind of short. But I'm sure we'll get a lucky. I'm sure we can get a lucky bounce. We might get a lucky bounce. I have to get right. one that comes off of somebody's knee. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It counts as a rebound. So, but um, yeah, definitely. I think the Wizards definitely have to pick it up on defense. Um, you know, defense, they all, you know, it's cliche, but defense <laughs> wins championships. And that, that's in every sport. You know what I mean? If they don't score on you, they're not going to win. You know what I mean? And, and and that's one of the things that they were doing last year very well. Not doing so well in the past couple of games. I think they're going to pick it up. They're playing, they're playing uh, Orlando this week uh, on Saturday. They beat them the first time they played them. I think they're going to do well this week. That's good. All right. I, hope so. Our, I hope so. Hope they start to get on a roll. I, it's definitely a winnable game. Yeah, and this, and oh, they've yeah. had some time now. To, oh yeah, to, to train, I, I, you know, I, I think I think they're gonna I, I think they're gonna be so, all right. I think I, I like like I said, I think they're gonna rally up and uh, they're gonna they're gonna take the coach's words to the heart and I think they're gonna play good. Yeah, good. if your coach calls you soft, you better. Oh yeah, you better, you better show step up. Up. better pick it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> all right, and that's our N one segment for the week. You'll catch it every week with Christian Rivera, our NBA analyst. First, all right, before we get the baseball, I'm gonna turn it over to the coach. He's been over here biting the nails to get to talk about this <laughs> stuff. So go ahead, do your thing, then we'll get the baseball. <laughs> all right, I I just want to uh, let you know some of the high school uh, young men that some of them listen to the program either later or later. We have the. Uh, the high school playoffs start this week, and and there are some good games out there. Uh, if you're in the area, there we have Blair playing Quince Orchard at Quince Orchard. That's in the western western uh, division. Northwest is at Richard Montgomery, which uh, Richard Montgomery is, has had a good year this year. they had the worst strength of schedule Montgomery County. Well, that you know, hey, they're, I don't care. Opponents average, I mean, combined for twenty wins right. in total. Right. Okay. Hey, you wins mean, a win, hey, Matt. Hey, wins a win. When you can get in the playoffs, doesn't matter who you're playing against. You get doesn't enough matter. points to get in there. You get in there, and then at that point, anything's on. Anything can happen yep. in the playoffs. Any given Sun Friday right. night, whatever you want. And, and that's it. good because now, yeah, it's the first playoff game in a while down at Richard Montgomery. So that play, that place ought to be rocking. And we also have uh, Sherwood. They're uh, they're hosting. Bel Air out of the Baltimore area, and that's in the North Regions. So there's another county team. But I'm looking at the 3A. You have Oakdale at Damascus. Now, you know, Damascus has had a great season. They have that running back up there, Mr. Funk, that's just been uh, to tearing it up. Yeah, he's committed to Maryland. But, uh, you know, I've heard and I've looked, you know, don't, don't look past uh, Oakdale. You know, they, they could give Damascus a, a pretty good run. They're playing at Damascus. That'll be a good place to venture to on Friday night. Hustle Plus, you have Seneca Valley traveling up traveling up to Ligonor. That that should be a good one, too. So, yeah, the games I've mentioned, uh, three or four, are, are going to be good games if you're in that area. Uh, you know, stop by. I mean, you're seeing right now the, the best in the first round, and, you know, that 3A is going to be tough no matter, no matter where you get. And those are two good games to watch. And then last in the South Division, you have Magruder's back in the playoff after a, a, a dry area at time. They're they're playing at Potomac, and then you have Watkins Mill. What? Watkins Mill is Thank in the Paul. playoff. There you go. Sorry, and, that's and my school. There you go, Paul. They're they're back in the playoff area. <laughs> what about a little? What about a little bing for Chris's school? Yeah. Wheaton's in the playoffs. Wheaton, yeah, oh, and, nice. and they're and they're they're playing uh, at Knights. Wheaton. Let's go Knights. Uh, 
last time I, I can remember that Wheat was in the playoff and they had a good season. She was 1996. And, you know, that was the year that, you know, they were, we were two way at that time. I wait, wait, wait. was one of the coaches on it, that didn't team. Didn't they make it one year when that Pat Lazier kid was there? Then they sneak in. Uh, they, I don't. I'm I not. I'm not sure if they, they may have. But it, you coached the two A team that won the state. Won the state. So you know, I, I give uh, Wheaton a little shout, guys. You had a great season. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, keep it going. Take it. I mean, it's 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 open. Keep Playoffs, playing. Anything you know. can happen. Yeah. What what yeah. divisions are they? Is that two A? Three Wheaton. Three A. That's okay. a three A South. Magruder at Potomac. Watkins Mill at Wheaton. <laughs> Huh, did, did they? Did they? Because I remember when I was there, they were two A. Wheaton was two. They right. back they, up. They're back up to three. Okay. Speaking yeah. of uh, high school, um, one little local kid from Montgomery County, Trayvon Dids, which is yes. Stephon Dids' younger brother, yes, mm-hmm. committed to Alabama, and he was looking at Maryland because I think he was trying to do a package deal with the kid from Bolas, right? Haston, whatever. I think it's. I think it's gonna be a mistake for Dids to this. Dids is like, oh well, you know, Cooper, Jones, you know. You really can't compare yourself to them. And here's a problem with going to a school like that. The reason Stefan chose Maryland, because he knew he'd be the star there. He wouldn't mm-hmm. have to compete. Because you have, you look at Stefan, you'd have to think if he would have gone to Alabama or any of those schools, he'd have been competing with Cooper, with maybe Julio for one year. So right. I think that's why Stefan chose Maryland. I think his younger brother should have followed his footsteps because a lot of these, you know, these big talent kids. You're seeing them choose not the bitch school because they know they'll get more stardom at these other schools right. and will get showcased more. And I think that's where Stefan was smart. And I think his younger brother, you know, congrats. Again, you know, Alabama's amazing. Great school. I mean. But I but I think, you know, you go to Maryland, you're going to stand out a little bit more like what Stefan was. And then someone wrote out, you know, the wide receivers come through Maryland. You know, you look at the past couple of years. I mean, you got Stefan, you had Torrey Smith. Yeah, Darius Hayward Bay's making yeah. a comeback yeah. now with the Steelers. So you really can't, you really can't go on, you know, Maryland receivers because a lot of them are coming out. And Stephon's mm-hmm. on pace to be the first rookie and the Vikings have a thousand yards since Randy Moss. Wow. Yeah, yeah. He, I, I think some of the some of that was uh, with the the coaching know, change. Was the coaching change mm-hmm. in Maryland? No certainty yep. on who was going to be there. And I think I read in you know like one of the articles because of the last couple you know big time receivers. That have come Alabama, he he believes, and if you know that's what he believes in, that he can be a better receiver at Alabama. Well, here's a big difference. Uh, he, I think he's like five. I think maybe he's like six foot, six one, one eighty or one ninety. Cooper and Jones are a lot bigger, and they can make a lot, probably more plays. I mean, no, no, I'm not taking anything into dick, but you got to look at the talent that Cooper and Jones are to these kids coming in. Also, Alabama. They got money to throw around scholarships. You're not going to be the top dog here. You're going to go in. You got to earn it. You have right. to earn it, Alabama. But someone mm-hmm. like him, he went to Maryland freshman year. He probably he's probably playing. Right. I mean, my yeah. opinion, if I'm him, I'd go to Maryland, get the four years of playing instead of having to wait. Well, Showcase we'll, your we'll, talent right off the bat. Yeah, that's that's one. We'll see what happens. But see I think, how it but rolls. I think um, now I want to see what Hashton does well, now. Congratulate for, yeah. for of course. For, yeah. for, for, yeah. You know. But I want to see what Hashton does now. Does he yeah. leave? I mean, he's promised. He said he's staying no matter what. So we'll see what happens because. You see, Maryland's starting to do a little DMV, uh, you know, revolution. <laughs> well, I now. think we're, 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 with that homegrown, it, it, yeah, it may be. Let's see what the kids that had verbally from Dematha, mm-hmm. you know, that that's a that's a big thing. There was three or four. A lot from of them, DeMatha. I think, are still going there. Yeah. And you bring up the DMV thing. You bring up Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. I think if Turgeon's a coach the year Durant's in college, Durant plays at Maryland. Gary Williams never recruited in state. He never no. liked it. If Turgeon's a coach, Kevin Durant doesn't leave the state. 
Mm-hmm. He stays at Maryland, or he, you know, I mean, maybe Georgetown, well, maybe. No, well, I mean, well, but no. that's something we'll never know. Nope, we'll never. It's know. just like that's LeBron true. was supposed to go to Duke. Can you imagine LeBron at Duke with JJ Redick? <laughs> That would have been crazy. And you hate it. You remember what JJ did against oh, you guys. Yeah, I don't like JJ. Right? All right, so real quick. <laughs> Great basketball go, player. He just went to the wrong school. So real quick before we go, we're going to talk a little Nationals. Um, okay. Free agency, what they need real quick. Obviously, they need relief pitching. We saw that last year. It was horrendous. Middle relief. Middle, middle relief. relief. Maybe even uh, see what happens with uh, Papelbon and Storen. Well, um, yeah, according to what they said, Storen and Papelbon are still in the picture. They just got to make sure if Storen's the eighth inning man that he is the eighth inning man. Yeah. And then Papelbon, you're the closer. You got the ninth inning. We're going. What we need is a sixth or seventh inning or something gets happened to middle reliever. Need a leadoff guy because Span, guy. I don't think he's coming back, but there's a couple people out there. You can use Trey Turner, your, Turner your, your future be, short spot. You know. Because Michael Taylor, let's face it, I think he will be the starting center fielder. Right. He's not a leadoff guy. No. Uh-uh. That, that's what they need. they need. They need a true leadoff guy. But Dusty Baker will work with what he has. Yeah, also. And then also, I think you're probably looking for a new catcher. Wilson Ramos, I think he's slowly starting to go down. I think the injuries are catching up to him. And a man that we've been saying since well, like I, I you, said last March. And I also have agreed with you is Matt Wieters, from, Matt Wieters from the Orioles, whose yeah. agent Scott Boris is agent to Strasburg. He's agent to uh, Harper. So bring over, you know, steal some players from the possible. Orioles, man. I know Make them get Matt's a little had set. some injuries and, and, and stuff. And but he's still a strong DAs, player. But, but he can hit. It's a left-handed bat if he can come here. If the, something can be worked out, or he may decide to stay in Baltimore, they may give him the money. I think for relief pitching, I think you go out, you try to bring Clipper back, I think. If Clipper the, wants well, to come back. Well, how much does he have left with the Mets? He's done. He's, he's, a free agent. he's a free agent. Well, okay, now you get back into that thing. If you bring Clipper in, who is your eighth-inning guy, who goes? Don't go anyone. Why don't then you have you go seven, seven eight, eight, nine? nine you're locked. Just get to yeah. the seventh seven, inning. You're good. Seven, eight, nine. And then um, I think that starting pitching, you're gonna. You, I think for them, they can look in house for that. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna lose There's Jordan enough. Zimmerman. I don't think. I don't think. I think they're gonna save the money for Harper and Straws. I think that's what's coming down to look at is they're gonna Harper and Straws are gonna get paid wherever they go. Mm-hmm. But you see, they're gonna let Zimmerman probably walk because Straws, as we saw, once he came back from all those issues, he was lights out. Well, he you had couldn't that, touch him. Well, if you, if you read, I think it was in the paper this morning. He had that back thing. He had that back uh, cyst or, w- w- that was removed, and it was you wasn't know, done well. Wasn't cancerous. But, but they may think that it may have considered into some of his problems during the year. But when he came back from that, that second DL stint, you right. couldn't hit him. I mean, there was no one touching Strasburg. Yeah. Um, you're going to have, you know, Geo's still going to be a Scherzer. Joe Ross is going to be a guy to look out for next year. Uh-huh. He was great this year coming in. Obviously, he was on any limits since he was a rookie. And then also Tanner Rourke, but I really think if Rourke plays, is it going to be a one-year thing? Because if you're um, Chris and Christian, if I, one name you all need to go look at. Go look at this guy named Lucas Giolito. I'm sorry, what was that? Lucas Giolito. He's in the Nationals. He's a minor leader. Sorry, I just wanted you yeah. to say it again. <laughs> he's the number one pitching prospect for the Nationals and one of the top 10 in the country for baseball. Yeah. He's another guy the Nationals drafted. They got him at 17. He would have been number one, but he had a Tommy John surgery. Right. He has just been incredible. Same thing as Rendon. Rendon was hurt. They drafted him, and now look at him. He's probably going to be one of the top hitters for the Nationals that year. It could be also that's you know the face of the franchise when Zimmerman goes, besides Harper. But really, the Nationals minor league system is, has a great young talent. William Defoe's down there. You know Turner, Michael Taylor's coming up. So I mean, the Nationals are fine. Even if they don't pick up the big name free agent, even if they don't spend the money. I think they'll be fine next year. I think the Mets are going to lose a lot of pieces. I think they said Sepetus isn't coming back. Mm-hmm. Daniel Murphy could be gone. 
And you know the whole thing. The whole thing with Harvey is there. I mean, a lot of fans are still. I mean, Harvey did pitch, but a lot of fans still are. You know, still don't like what he said during the interviews. How you know, like you know, Boris is like, well, I don't want him pitching. So maybe one of those three pitchers may get traded. You know, Syndergaard, DeGrom, or Harvey. You know, maybe for some more prospects that they could get. But I don't think the Mets are going to be around as much as they did next year. I think their offense is going to take a little hit back because Lucas Duda. I mean, the way he hit. I mean, you don't. He's not going to do that every year. Sepidus is going to I mean that's who's turned the team around with Sepidus. David Wright's always hurt. So, I mean, not dogging on the Mets. They made the World Series good for them, but I don't think they're a team that's going to compete year in, year out. I think the Nationals are still built for the next couple of years, but their window is going to start closing within right. three or four years. So, this, if the Nationals are winning World Series in the next one or two years, it's maybe another wait. But I said three years ago the Nats would be the first team in D.C. to bring a title back here. Mm-hmm. And we I thought that. We, and it looked and still, it's still looking pretty good. You know, it depends on what happens next year in the NBA offseason. Yeah. 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 And then also with the Capitals this year are being strong. But I think the Nationals, the main thing is relief pitching and getting some more hitters. Because you saw last year, the problem with the Nats is their philosophy, I think with Matt Williams too, and also with Davey was, uh, we'll beat you with the long ball. We'll get our three-run homer here and there. That's not Dusty. Dusty just wants anyone who can hit and get on base. He doesn't care how you do it, what you do. Just hit and get on base. And that's how Dusty was a winner. When he's everywhere he's gone. And Dusty vowed and said, This is his fourth and final team. So you know this yep. is what he wants to win. Mm-hmm. He's like, I've won a World Series as a player. I want to win it as a coach. And when he says that, he means it. This is he has family in the area. This is it for Dusty. This is his final frontier. <laughs> yeah, and you don't want to leave a losing losing he's legacy. Not. Right. You know? And I think if Harper keeps on improving, there's no problem. I mean, Harper will probably go forty a hundred again next year. Let me ask you a question. I know you brought up some big, you know, holes that the Nationals need to fill. Mm-hmm. One of the smaller holes that I remember, you know, hearing about when I was watching the games and and just, you know, the random news updates and things like that is uh, is the leadoff hitter. I mean, obviously yeah, that, that that's, that's what we we're talking about with um it'll either be Trey Turner will come okay. into that role as a rookie because Michael Taylor, the guy who replaced Span, is more of a power kind of guy. I yeah. tell you what, he. If you look at him, you wouldn't expect him to hit power, but he hit a 500-foot bomb straightaway center to, mm-hmm. I think it was against Arizona. So he's not more of a, he's more of a power guy. He'll put up maybe 20 home runs when he plays full-time, but Turner will probably be their leadoff. But if do you not, trust a rookie with that position? You know what? I, you know, they put Rendon there his rookie year, and he did fine. Okay. Uh, right. It all depends on how they can handle it. If, they, if he, Turner can't handle it, they're going to have to find a leadoff guy, which means yeah. one of their other players are going to be pushed out, which honestly could be Jason Worth. I mean, he didn't look too good this year. Well, you talk leadoff. I, I think, and and you know, I could be totally out in left field on this one, but I, I think what I'm looking at is they would need a legit, a legit number four hitter. They've worked a lot of people in that number four slot. Harper, Harper's a three. Harper's a three. What you have to do is is somebody, you know, that can protect him. I mean, I know they had Worth Zimmerman and all that, but. You know, Zim comes through, but you know Zim's got the, you know, the foot problem Can't and everything. Healthy. You know, stay healthy. Uh, a f- number four hitter, someone like a Weeders. Well, yeah, Weeders are you know, you know they they thought that the would be Rendon, but he was hurt this right. year. But Rendon's right. a two guy. Rendon can get you on base. Yep. But I mean, they really they don't have a four guy. They thought it was going to be Ramos. He got hurt. Right. Worth, you know, he can't stay around. Well, Ramos Zimmerman, is not consistent to no. be a number four hitter. Um, you know, if Taylor improves, you know, you could see Taylor up there, but probably not. They thought Desmond no. was an answer. They don't have an answer, so that's also they yeah. get a free agency. You know, if you can't find a leadoff guy, find a four guy. Yeah, you got to protect. You you have to protect Harper. If you know, and I'm saying he comes up number three, and you even have a guy that 
is a good number four. Then they can't you're walk gonna, you, yeah, you, you can't walk Harper over a hundred times during the course of the year because you got to face this number four guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he may not have Harper power, or, uh, but he's you, you, he's there's a threat. He still has to be a threat mm-hmm. if you pitch around Harper. Yep. So I think that's gonna do it for us today. Is it? I think we're not doing Sunday, correct? No live show, right? Correct. Yeah. All right. No live show this Sunday. We'll stay tuned. I think we still have the one Monday night show pending. Yes, I believe. That, that'll that be the one week I'm not here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is it really? He's going to camp yeah, I'll, I'll unless, be coming you, back. unless you said you get back. What on He's the seventh, right? Yeah. Does you really want to leave Cancun early? Yeah, are you, wait, no. where, 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 where day were you coming back? <laughs> I'm coming back on the seventh. Okay. But I won't be home till like nine, uh, nine okay. ten. Well, you can come so. over afterwards and watch. Hey, the that game. would be Maybe. a great Skype from Cancun. Yeah. So that's still pending, right? Yeah, but I think that one. That one I want to make sure we can we can make work. I just have to lock it down. Okay. Yep. Uh, so we are what we're working on is December seventh. The Redskins are playing the Cowboys, so we're working on doing a pregame show for that big rivalry game. So I mean that's that's nice. a big one to come out for. So we're Monday working night on that. Also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Monday night. All right. So I am going to swing it over to Paul to do his little uh, spiel. Oh yeah. So uh, uh, visit us. Get all the podcasts on at www.shipesportstalk.com. You can also pick up the live stream. Uh, you can check if we're streaming live. You can also check all the old uh, YouTube episodes uh, on the uh, the live stream uh, section as well. You can also just uh, visit us on Facebook. What is it? Shape Sports Talk. Uh, basically, just search Shape yep. Sports Talk on um, on Twitter, uh, YouTube, uh, Facebook, Instagram. If I can remember the account <laughs> password, um, I'm trying to remember what else. I think that's. Gosh, I think that's it. Yep, and the uh, news and the new thing next week going on with the stream. Yeah, I, I I started it a little bit late today, but it's going on. So um, so anybody who's uh, who who can't view the the video and just wants to listen, then you can uh, and you can listen on uh, Mixler or on Spreakers is what it's called. So. Awesome. This show wouldn't be the same without Paul, guys. He's the man. Yeah, thanks, Paul. Let me ask you guys one more question as we're you know rolling out here. This week, I don't know if you guys know, but obviously the jerseys. Have you taken a look at the jerseys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you guys think? You know what they look like now? I thought they look like an old Eagles jersey. I like it. The, I like yeah, it. The old like Eagles. Yeah, I, they look like, I, get, I, I guess they're playing. And that looks like the Patriots jersey. Yeah. yeah. I like the Bills <laughs> is, jersey. Is the Patriots playing the Eagles today? What are they doing? <laughs> what, what is that? It's, I, I can't remember is it exactly military? why. Is it for like military? Honestly, I don't I remember exactly why. Oh, uh, we didn't. That's one thing I forgot. Oh, yeah. Veterans I, Day. Right? I, I, know oh, yeah. I know we're a day late. But yeah. happy Veterans no, Day to all our veterans. Thank you for your service. It's the land of the free because of the brave. That's And I just want to stick in there. Your grandfather and my father is a veteran of mm-hmm. the Korean. I have two cousins it, that yeah, were there. That they're overseas. One. Oh, Paul. Overseas. Paul, are you know your nephews? Uh, yes. Danny and Daniel. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. No, I was <laughs> thinking. I was thinking on the wrong side of the family for a second. I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah. yeah both no, have right. served in the uh, Gulf War. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, not the Gulf, the well, Operation Iraqi Gulf, Freedom. Yeah, yeah. Iraqi Freedom. Operation. Whatever. They, they've they've done time over there. So, so once again, thank you for um, past our veterans, and, past and present. Past and present. Yep, absolutely. Um, thank you for listening to the show, everyone. Uh, we'll be back next Thursday at. 6.30 p.m. and then that will be our last show until we're going to be going on I think, what is that, are we two weeks away from Thanksgiving? 
So yes. three weeks. Yeah, I guess today's the 12th. Yeah, so. yeah, so two weeks. Yep. So <laughs> next week will be our last show until after Thanksgiving. We will be taking a Thanksgiving break on the show because Thanksgiving is all about spending time with family, not yes, working on Thanksgiving like some of these shopping places they like to do. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> hey, I had to do it for two years. It was a that's, pain in the that's ass. That's crazy. But uh, as for me, Paul, Christian, Coach, Chris, thank you for listening. Everyone have a good week. Enjoy the game tonight and uh, enjoy football on Sunday. All right. Tight. See ya. Go Titans. Hey, man, we didn't talk about who won last week. Won what? Pick them. Oh. Well, more importantly, who lost.